and the bigger I got, the more respect I lost for myself. And it, you know, my self-esteem got there and I, I got to a point where I seriously didn't care anymore. Losing weight isn't easy. And some days we can feel like we need some extra help. Welcome to the Weight Loss Warrior podcast, the show where we share inspiring real life success stories from normal everyday people like you and I. Listen to how each of our guests managed to overcome their personal challenges to lose the weight they wanted as they talk about the secrets to their success and give great advice that you can benefit from. Become part of our tribe and use the Weight Loss Warrior podcast as your source of motivation and support to help you on your weight loss transformation. And now your host and friend, Carl Radley. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new edition of the Weight Loss Warrior podcast. My name is Carl, your host as always, and I'm joined here today by Sophie Steele from Somerset. Sophie, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you. Yourself? Very well. I, like I said to you just now, but it's very hot in Barcelona. I've literally just got back from a few days in France, which was great, but it's, it's like 35 degrees still, and it's, you know, nine o'clock at night. So struggling a bit. But, you know, I shouldn't complain. Sophie, first of all, thank you for joining me on the show. Before we get started talking about your success during your journey, which I'm really looking forward to talking about, one thing I just want to say, and I know that you know Sarah as well, Sarah Winter, who has been a guest on the podcast previously. I think I made a note, episode 46. And she's recently been training on her bike for, uh, I think it's for London to Brighton or Brighton to London bike ride. Yeah. And fell off and quite badly injured herself unfortunately so I just wanted to give a little shout out to Sarah and wish her all the best for her recovery and let her know we're thinking of her and I hope she's okay she was doing it to raise money for bowel cancer UK which I think you know an amazing charity to be raising money for and it's close to her because it's one of her friends who's actually going through um, treatment at the moment so it's really just to say to Sarah like keep your head up and hope you're doing okay because She's a really lovely person and she's doing something very selfless. So um, I hope she's she's back on her bike very soon. Yeah, get well soon, Sarah. Now on to you, Sophie. And you're someone who, I have to be honest, I, I first noticed you, and I'll be completely honest, you've got probably the most original gym wear that I've seen anybody on Instagram with. And it could range from the shorts of your top, from the messages on your tops, which are <laughs> often a little, a little bit explicit, if I'm honest with you. <laughs> I can't read them out now because otherwise I have to tick the box that says explicit on the podcast episode. Yeah. But but you don't hold back and you, you are yourself, which I yeah. absolutely love and appreciate. And the other thing that I think probably triggered us starting to talk a couple of months ago was a video that you posted in which you were just talking about your day very calmly while you were driving, talking about things you've been up to. And then out of nowhere, somebody pulled out in front of you in the car and you started shouting at them, and, and it's quite normal. I react exactly <laughs> the same. But I, it surprised me and shocked me so much that I felt the need to actually remix the reel and kind of <laughs> pretend I was the other driver reacting to that. And from there, we started chatting, and, you know, here you are today to share your story. So thank you again for accepting that. And apart from the outrageous gym wear and the expletives when you're driving, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself? Right, so um, I'm a mum of three. They are between 18 and 11 all boys. I've recently moved, I've just been a lot of changes in my life, going through a divorce, training for a new job at the moment. So um, that's okay. quite exciting, some exciting things happening. And the job that you're training for, I think this is definitely something that we need to talk about during the episode because it's, I would 
probably guess not something you'd be doing had it have not been for your weight loss and for your self-improvement that you'd been through. Is that fair to say? Yeah, absolutely. I would have never considered it before that. So what is that job? Why don't you share that with the listeners? It's a personal trainer. So um, just the thought of going into a gym or anything physical before I lost weight absolutely would have never happened. That would have terrified me. That's a lot of courage and a, a lot of development then for you to, to go from fearing the gym to be able to all of a sudden become a PT, which is amazing. Yeah. And I, I know yeah. that throughout your journey over the last few months or maybe a couple of years, I'm, I'm not sure how long that development's been going on for exactly. And, and I'll let you tell us about, about that. First of all, though, during your life up until the point in which you decided to start losing weight or decided to start working on yourself, how was your relationship with food? How had your weight been? Is it something you'd struggled with? Yeah, so like years ago, I was always really small. Even once I had the children, I was still quite small. And then I got um, I got poorly and I had a few medical problems and I ended up piling on a lot of weight. But I didn't like myself very much, so I didn't really care. So I just... I was in a vicious circle and I was constantly gaining and I'd lose a little bit and I gain and I'd just get bigger every time. And the bigger I got, the more respect I lost for myself. And, it, you know, my self-esteem got there and I, I got to a point where I seriously didn't care anymore. Okay. And do you mind if I ask, Sophie, you, you mentioned that you didn't really like yourself. And, and was that because yeah. of your weight specifically or was that other factors that was causing that for you? So I think it kind of like started like my relationship wasn't very good with like in my marriage. And um, so I kind of just stopped caring and then the weight gain got worse and I got heavier. And then I just I just stopped caring. I just yeah, all those factors kind of just rolled into one and just stopped me caring. And quite often it can be various small things. But like you say, if you're not feeling happy, if you're not in a good relationship, it's all those extras and the the effort that you go to that usually suffer first and like you said that kind of compounds into you can find yourself almost unrecognizable i think in you know not recognizing yourself and the person that you become over a period of time that's exactly it i described it to a friend like that and i just said i don't actually know who i am anymore and i kind of just shut myself away from everybody because i didn't recognize who i'd become but i didn't realize until i got so far down the line that i'd become like that and was there a particular moment for you then sophie that you thought okay, things have changed and and I'm not happy with how they are and something has to change. Yeah, so I was like, as I touched, like I've had some health problems and I went to the, I was under consultant and I went to the hospital that week and they said to me, if you don't make some serious changes and soon, you're going to have to have an operation and then you're going to be on medication for the rest of your life. And um, so I walked out, they're still a little bit in denial. And then a couple of days later, I went somewhere with my children and we were walking up these really steep steps and I couldn't get up the steps. Every couple of steps I'd stop because I couldn't breathe properly. And I thought like, this is this is crap. I can't live like this. Mm-hmm. And then I decided to make a change and it's literally the best thing I did. So it's like a big wake up call. During that moment, that feeling crap and that realization that you had, did you know exactly what you would do or did you just feel, okay, something needs to be done differently and then it started what were your your next steps in terms of changing so i just thought like if i don't change something nothing's ever going to change in order to have something i haven't had i've got to do something i haven't done so yeah i just made a decision to to change my life at that moment in time i didn't know what i was going to do but i was just i was just so fed up i knew that something had to change fair enough and so 
what was the next step for you then? I mean, in that moment, and, and I think a lot of people who listen to the podcast have been there, especially a lot of the guests that I've had on the show before. It could be a distinct event. Sometimes it's just a build-up of things, but there's always that moment where people say, okay, now is the moment. I'm going to do something about it. And be it Google ways to lose weight, be it speak to a friend, be it have a breakdown and you know just realise you can't carry on in the way that you are. What was your first step? What did you do? My friend said to me, come to Slimming World. And I was like, oh, I've done it so many times before. Like, I, 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 it doesn't work. Don't do it. it. Like, it all just goes back on. And she's like, oh, just try again. And I tried one more time. And I just think I was in the right headspace because of the mm -hmm. things that had happened in that last week. I was in the right headspace. It's just like, now's the time. I have to do it. And something just clicked. Okay. And, and I sailed through and lost nearly three stone quite quickly. Before we go into that in more detail, because quite interesting what you said that you tried and failed many times before yeah had your weight fluctuated quite a lot then in terms of leading up to that point over the years yeah so probably for about four years I reckon my weight had fluctuated quite a bit up and down but when I this time round, so nearly three years ago mm. I was at the heaviest I'd ever been and at probably at the lowest in like self-esteem and stuff that I'd ever been as well okay. and I just I'd got to a point I was really in denial before and I was like oh I'm not actually that big and I was still thought I was like a size 12 and I'd order stuff online and it would come in a 12 and I'm like, oh, the sizes are so out um, and I was so in denial but actually mm -hmm. I was pu pushing an eight size 18 but I was I didn't want to believe that because I was so in denial about the the state that I'd let myself get into. Yeah, I just didn't want to admit that I'd let myself go that badly. And I'm guessing if your self-esteem and, and self-confidence was low anyway, that additional admission of, of having gained weight and the fact that you're not how you actually were in your mind or at least how you wished you were still would yeah. have perhaps been a bit too much even to, to deal with in that moment. You said you, you, you decided to go to Slimming World one more time and for you, you know, that was something clicked and we talk about it so much and you mentioned as well headspace which for me nearly a, you know a year into the podcast I, I can't help but mention that mindset headspace mental well-being seems to be the key that click that people need to have right otherwise you will continue this consistent cycle of losing weight and gaining weight because it's it's that mindset which I think actually unlocks the door to being able to make it sustainable. So tell me about your first few weeks at Slimming World. Tell me about how you felt about going back into a group where you'd failed before and, and what made it different for you specifically. So I think I, I joined a brand new group one I'd never been to before. So nobody there knew me. Nobody knew that I'd tried before and failed. And I think that helped because it was a room full of brand new people that had never met me before. Okay. And like I said, I, I just... I was determined, I was focused and determined and I was like, this is it. I'm not doing it again. If this fails, then I'm done. Okay. Um, so, but I, I got my head into the right place, which I, which back then I found really hard to do. Um, and then my weight losses were quite good. And because it came off quite quickly, it gave me kind of a focus to keep on going. Whereas I think when I tried before, it was very slow and I get bored and I give up because it wasn't working. But this time I did quite well very quickly I used to reward myself with like with food that I think got me into that position in the first place whereas this time I rewarded myself with things like 
a Yankee candle if I did good or if I got mm. an award because I couldn't eat it. Although they do smell delicious. They uh, do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so that's absolutely fantastic. And I think the fact that you you had that change in, in mindset and was able to a attack it at a new group and kind of gave yourself that extra chance. Do you mind if I ask, had your change in your relationship status started at that point or were you still going through difficult moments personally or was it because everything was new to you that you kind of felt like it was a fresh start so I was still married and wasn't happy but mm -hmm. was in that kind of like well this is my life so this is where I need to be because mm -hmm. you know my kids need a mum and a dad in the same house so just kind of plodding along and I think as I lost weight I became a little bit more confident like been working on my mindset for a long time and I just think it got me into a place where I felt strong enough to make the changes the other changes that were necessary in my life to, to progress fantastic so for you it was almost you know that was the catalyst it was kind of like you realized it was a moment to work on yourself and yeah almost give yourself the the time that you needed to to do that that you'd perhaps neglected Absolutely. previously and, and you mentioned the weight came off quite quickly as well so was it quite consistent week after week losing weight did you find any challenges or, or obstacles during that time so it was really consistent so for 12 weeks continually I lost quite well every week and then got to the, my, the target that I originally set in 12 weeks mm -hmm. I managed to maintain for about 15 months and then I found fitness so this was all before fitness yeah okay so what were you doing then during that time Sophie to to, to lose that weight was it just following the Slimming World plan yeah, just following the plan. I, I took up walking and I did um, in May to June, uh, May to July in 2021, I did a sponsored walk for Land's End to John O'Groats virtually. That's something I absolutely wouldn't have been able to do before I lost the weight because that's 874 miles. And I completed it in like 48 days. Oh, wow. Congratulations. So for me, that was like a hell of a, an achievement and then raised mm -hmm. quite a lot of money for a charity that's quite close to me. So that was you know, that That's was amazing. quite a good point in my life. Yeah. You've managed to sustain the weight loss. And then you said you discovered fitness. So yeah, tell me about that. What, what happened? How did you find fitness and that side of looking after yourself? So I saw a lady, a personal trainer that's local to me, and she advertised mm -hmm. a group boot camp session. Okay. And it, it was like, come and get stronger together. And I was like, I'll give it a go. I don't know if I like it, but I'll give it a go. And I went along and I really enjoyed it. And then I was going to her twice a week and then I started doing some other things outside of her and then I just continued with her for about a year um, and yeah, and then continued to do stuff out of it and I've become quite passionate about the fitness and stuff now, hence the new job that I'm training for. To the point of becoming a personal trainer. Yeah. Which is amazing, that's <laughs> remarkable. Wow, you know, congratulations again because it's, it's really, really refreshing to hear that, you know, somebody who was living a life. And I think this is what makes it so inspiring to others. The fact that you were in a completely different world, low self-esteem. And I, I read one of your posts actually where you'd said, you know, you were very self-conscious about how people felt about you, that yeah. alcohol for you was like a dependency, like you, you relied on it to have a good time. And yeah. it kind of got yourself into this cycle of just negativity. And you've now transformed your life to such an extent that you are training to become a PT. And yeah, I, I think it's just so inspiring for anybody who's listening and hears this. I think it gives hope to know that this can be done. And it's actually the second person, the last episode that I had with 
Emma, the catch up with Emma Luckman, who when I was back in Braintree in my hometown, she has lost over 12 stone and is now training to become a PT as well. So I, I just have so much respect for people who have now embraced it into their lives to the point where they're actually now wanting to help other people. I think it's incredible. That's exactly it. And to know that I can help other people. And I I hear people say to me, I wish I could do that. And I'm like, you can. You can. There's no reason. There's absolutely no reason you can't because you just need to believe that you can do it. Have that little bit of self-belief rather than the doubt. And you can do it. Anything you want to do, you can do. Like the sky is the limit. If you believe in it, then you can do it. And you're you're speaking living proof of this because I'm sure there was a moment a few years ago when if somebody said to you this was going to be your life if you fast forward four years you you wouldn't have believed it absolutely not how has this um impacted you in terms of you know your life going further afield because you mentioned earlier you know there's been a lot of changes in your life you're going through a divorce uh you know you've got three children how have people reacted to this change in this new sophie who's who's come about so most people really like it and they say like how they find it really inspiring so obviously going through my divorce I'm not divorced yet but I decided that I needed to kind of reinvent myself because there's so many changes Mm -hmm. so I decided to get rid of my married name and I've legally changed my name and I'm now Miss Sophie Steele and people ask me why and they say oh I didn't realize it was your maiden name like oh it's not it's a brand new name they're like "What, what do you mean a brand new name I'm like, well, I decided that um, I didn't want to go backwards. So I picked a brand new name and I thought Steel sounded a bit badass. So we've gone with Steel. So you picked and... that name for yourself as part of your reinvention? <laughs> yeah. Amazing. And some people people laugh at me for it because they think I'm joking. And then I'm like, no, I'm deadly serious. That's genuinely the real reason that I've changed my name to that. And then some people will still laugh. And other people are like, actually, do you know what? I love that. I love the fact that you've done that because, you know, He's a bit badass. Well done. Oh, for sure. hundred <laughs> percent. And I mean, I, I don't know where to start with. It's, it's on so many levels. Like now, obviously, I can understand why people might laugh at it or think it's a joke. But when you actually really look at it for what it is and the reason you've done it, a name, really, you can choose any name you like. You can have any name yep. you want. But the fact you've done it as part of like a, in recognition of who you're becoming, yeah. And as a reminder to you and as almost like a, a show to everyone else as well to say, look, I'm Sophie. I'm Sophie Steele. I'm here. This is who I've become. This is what I'm doing. If you don't like yeah. it, then then lump it, you know, it, it's. Yeah. But I'm at a point in my life where I don't care. So if people laugh at it and they're laughing because they just think it's because it's silly. I don't care. Like I, I'm doing this for me. This is for me and to better mm-hmm. me. And if people don't like that, then that's fine because I'm wow. happy in myself and I'm not worried about other people's opinions anymore. I'm quite that's happy amazing. to do what I need to do to be happy in myself. You say it with such conviction as well. Like, I, I truly believe it. And this is something that for a long time, I'm sure a lot of people really, including yourself and, and myself, everyone has to work out to really believe it. But you say it like Sophie Still. You, you yeah. are Sophie still. And, and <laughs> yeah. I, I love it. I, I, congratulations, really, Sophie. That's, that's absolutely amazing. And I think you're probably the first guest I've had who has changed their name to like a power name. Um, <laughs> you know, you're a superhero name. And that's what I'm going to refer to as a superhero name. That's, that's absolutely yeah. great. So I'm guessing you've had mixed reactions about the name. Um, I'm sure your children are um, 
overwhelmingly proud of you for what you're doing um yeah how do, how do they react to the fact that their mum's gonna be a pt um, they think it's quite cool so they've seen that i've been quite passionate about it for a little while now and mm-hmm. i've spoken about it and was kind of like oh but you know it's a lot um it's not really something i can afford to do it's just a dream and then um i was approached by the, a new gym that's opening up local to me mm-hmm. and they asked what i was doing with work and stuff so well i'm kind of between jobs at the minute but you know they're like well, what do you want to do and i said oh i'd love to be a pt but money and stuff and then they've They've fronted all the costs for me. They've given me a job. Everything's kind of falling into place nicely. For sure. And I'd say it's very much deserved because I can tell, you know, from what you've touched on, you've been through a difficult time. You weren't the person you wanted to become or, or person who you deserve to be. And you're you're now doing that. And you've lost, as you said, over three stone. You've discovered yeah. fitness. You're focusing on yourself and you've realized that you know you are the most important person in terms of looking at other people or other people looking at you and so if somebody has judgment or somebody wants to think in a certain way about them let them ultimately everyone's entitled to an opinion but you can choose how you react to that which i think is really powerful yeah like ultimately in the end of the day everybody's going to have an opinion about you no matter what you're doing no matter how much better you're making your life or whatever you're doing somebody's always going to have an opinion and there's always going to be negative ones but you don't have to listen to them so you know if you're happy doing what you're doing then let people have their opinions mm-hmm. because they're not really relevant to me i love it i'm, I'm doing it. me and that's that in terms of being a pt now like who do you hope to help i want to help people that felt like i did so you know back when like when i was overweight i want to be able to help those people and because i've been there i can go look i feel you i've been there like, mm-hmm. let me help you. You know, this is where I was. This is where I am now. Let me help you. I want to help those people that don't have very good self-esteem and that don't feel confident. I've had a few people come to try out at the gym on the trial mm-hmm. sessions. They're like, oh, but I'm too big to go to the gym. No, you're not. Come on in. Everybody's welcome. Everybody has to start somewhere. There's no judgment. And just help give people that positive encouragement so that they feel good about themselves. I think it's fantastic. And one of the things that I've been talking to very closely with someone about quite recently was the fact that quite often that judgment that we think other people have of us is actually really just a mirror of of us judging ourselves and it's absolutely the way we see ourselves it's the way that we think we will be seen by others because that's how we feel inside whereas quite honestly it's usually not the case and we talk about it a lot in here for people who have started going to the gym if they've been overweight or waited till they had lost weight before going to the gym i would say 99 percent of the people who are in the gym have nothing but respect for everyone else in the gym because you are making that effort you are turning up you are trying to improve yourself no matter what level you're at you are still making those steps to make a better life for yourself and absolutely and it's easy for me to say in a way but i've i've been there in in terms of starting at the gym and feeling self-conscious and you know picking up the weights, looking at the guy next to me and seeing that he's picking up, you know, weights twice the size of me and he's an absolute beast. It's, it can be intimidating. But at the same time, I know that I'm sure he didn't start day one like that. And not only that, no one's ever said anything bad to me. And it, the opposite, you know, people have helped me, people have talked to me, people have offered me advice. Yeah. And it's just encouraged me more and more. And I'm sure you're going to be an absolutely amazing PT. I just want to help people feel better about themselves. And I, I'm really happy for you as well, Sophie, because I, I think as well from talking to you today, you're somebody who's going to thrive off of that 
and it will only help you more in terms of your own personal development, your own self-worth and improvement because you know that you're doing something worthwhile and helping other yeah. people. Absolutely. Excellent. Now, you, you've given a lot of great advice already, but is there one thing in particular or, or something that you've learned yourself or would tell yourself if you were starting again today that you think would be useful for our listeners? Just to always believe in yourself because... I think that's the, the, the first step because if you believe in yourself mm -hmm. then it's much more it's much more achievable when you believe in yourself because rather than setting yourself up to fail you're setting yourself up to win and that's it and like you know sometimes life gets in the way and we go through like hard or painful moments in our lives and they can they can interrupt what you're doing but that moment that painful or difficult moment is temporary it's not it's not permanent it's a temporary moment and we just need to carry on doing what we need to do to get through mm -hmm. that moment and because we'll come out of it so much better on the other side like we all drop the ball sometimes and it doesn't matter if we drop the ball we just need to be able to pick it up and carry on going and that's the most important thing that nobody will ever fly through anything with no problems of you course. know life is difficult sometimes but you've just got to remember there's light at the end of the tunnel and you'll get past it you just got to plow through those moments because i could have given up so many times like over this year because my marriage ended in december and mm. over this year, it's been really tough. And I could have just gone, you know what? This is really difficult. I'm not going to bother anymore. I'm not going to go to the gym and I'm not going to look after myself. But then I'd just be going back to where I was. And I don't want to go back there. You know, I've not, I've, I've been sober for over two years now. I don't need a drink anymore. I look after myself like physically and mentally. And I would never, ever want to go back there just because of a difficult or painful moment in my life that is only temporary. That's powerful what you just said there. And I, I didn't realise you'd stopped drinking completely as well when yeah, I saw you much like, of it. So. Yeah, over two years without a drink. So I'm quite, that's quite good. But I'm happy to go out with my friends, go to the pub, go to like to a club and dance. Mm -hmm. I don't care. I'm normally the first on the dance floor and the last off the dance floor. Because I, I don't care. For some reason? I don't know why it's happening. <laughs> but like a few years ago, if you'd have told me I'd have gone and danced in front of people without a drink in me, I'd have laughed at you. Because mm -hmm. I absolutely didn't think I'd ever do that, ever. Because alcohol was my confidence. I don't because that you anymore. had none for yourself. I had no confidence, none whatsoever. Even when I was younger, before I was overweight, I had no confidence. I needed the alcohol in order to have the confidence. And then as mm -hmm. I got bigger, I really needed the alcohol for the confidence. But I don't drink at all now. And I probably have a better time now than I did when I drank. It sounds like you have a lot more respect for yourself now. And absolutely like the self-respect is like right up there now whereas before i don't think i had any and i'm sure there's a lot of people who listen to the podcast as well who are currently in a, a difficult position and suffer from that that self-love from from not having any respect for themselves a feeling of you know no self-worth and like you said never give up always have self-belief because that yeah. will be the thing that takes for it and i think you're such a great example of that sophia and thank you so much for joining me on the show today if people want to find you on instagram i don't know if you use tiktok or any other platforms but where can people come and find you so i'm i'm on tiktok and instagram i will put links to both of those to instagram and to your tiktok so people can come and find you i know you've got a, a strong following of, of around ten thousand people yeah. on instagram i don't know what it, it, I, i'm not very good at TikTok, to be honest with you. It's something I need to so try. I'm a bit newer to TikTok, so my okay. following is nowhere near as high on TikTok okay. as it is on Instagram. But in, my Instagram's been going for nearly three years. 
Okay. So that's been built up over nearly three years since I since I first embarked on my journey. Wow. So people, if you know, they want to go back all through that time, they can see your whole journey and see yeah. how you've progressed. Yeah. Like literally everything from day one is posted on there. That's fantastic. So I will share the links and make sure people can get in touch with you if need be. I would absolutely you know, love to wish you the very best of luck for your new role in your job in the gym. I'm sure there'll be lots of updates as you progress through this. Um, it's been amazing having you on the show, Sophie. Thank you so much for, for taking the time. It's been, yeah, it's been great. Thank you for asking me. You're very welcome. And um, I'm very pleased to have you as a weight loss warrior as part of the podcast. So take care of yourself. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. I'd also like to say a big thank you to you, our listeners. I appreciate you joining us at the Weight Loss Warrior podcast and would love that you become part of our tribe. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast to never miss a new Weight Loss Warrior tell their story. We share brand new episodes every single Monday and Thursday and hope that you join us next time. You can also find us on Instagram where we share great tips and advice on how you can lose weight in a safe and sustainable way. Simply search for Weight Loss Warrior podcast and follow us today. Remember, be kind to yourself and keep looking forward. You can achieve your goals.